I am sure you know that according to research, the best runners are those that are intrinsically motivated. This intrinsic motivation, that means to basically run solely for the pleasure of running. <laughs> and you, you don't want any external rewards or praise. Now, mm, I don't know if that's so true, but hang on, let's first listen to the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Yes, Heiko is my name and the intro is back. I didn't have it on the last two podcasts. Why? Well, just I thought maybe I'll, I'll leave the intro and I'll just go straight into it. But hey, I'm bringing it back. That's it. It's been decided. So, intrinsically motivated runners. Apparently, it means that they do not measure their success by beating other runners. But the running itself, it provides the intrinsically motivated runner with so much joy and pleasure and satisfaction. <laughs> but you know what? I don't know about you, but just picture it. You're doing a 10K, you're down to the last 2K, you're just past the eight kilometer mark, and, and you've been running behind a guy or a lady but from kilometer five onwards, and you realize, you know what? I can pass them. What's going to happen at kilometer eight? Suddenly, this person, this unknown, complete strange runner who's running this race with you, is becoming your target because if you overtake that runner, it means you're going to be accelerating. It means you're going to dig deep. It means you're going to look for that extra speed, that extra power. And of course, you're going to get an extra position. So, <clears throat> hey, that's also a form of intrinsic motivation suddenly there's a challenge, you know, so it's not becoming an ego orientation, it's still a task orientation. What's the difference between that? If you're a runner who is task orientated, you're going to appreciate this whole process of running, of building mileage, of building endurance, of being able to to run the distance you want to run at the pace you want to run. That's a task orientated. The ego orientated thing, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, is when basically, you know, you, you want to be the fastest kid on the block or you want to be the fastest in your in your age group. The difference is that the task orientated runner, if it is a bad race, it's not going to have a huge negative effect uh, on you as a runner because it's part of the learning process. And yeah, I would say I'm definitely task orientated because I, I had quite a few bad races the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I also had some good ones. But on the other hand, if you're an ego-orientated runner, you're going to really judge each race extremely harsh every single time. Uh, they're the ones that, and I meet them very often in, in training runs, uh, they are the type that feel a, a stress, a nervousness before the race. You can sense it, you know, just dare not talk to him or her, dare not ask a question uh, because they, they regard the entire um, race, the 10K fun run, you know, as a, as a failure, you know, if it didn't work out to their time. It's, it's, it's a win or lose sort of attitude. And uh, this, this does not build the intrinsic motivation. And uh, so... To be a successful runner, the successful runner is going to have a running attitude that mixes the, the ego orientation and the task orientation. You need both. You know, a bit of, bit of you know, like preparing vegetables, you know, a bit of salt, a bit of sugar as well. 
Um, so if, if you have both these, the eager orientation, the task orientation, you're, you're going to want to beat other runners, but you're also going to know that there's going to be enjoyment in taking part and finishing the race and maybe even achieving a great time for yourself, your personal best. Maybe all the others were a lot faster than you because they uh, it's simply a, a different level of race you took part in, but your time was still great. So it might be that winning races is a goal. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that. Number one, you know, you're going to be solely motivated by external forces and to win every single race, you're going to have a season where that's going to be possible. But after that, there is going to become a time and place in your life where you're not going to be that type of runner anymore. Uh, so it might be better to already start leaning into the fact that, you know, the goal of winning a race is is not the the, the, the whole learning process. It's to improve yourself. So if you have this desire, you know, this huge desire to to uh, obtain medals and win races, wow, uh, you're going to become so competitively driven. Um, it will lead to your character becoming that type of person who many people don't want to hang around with. <laughs> so let me ask you today again, how are you doing with your running? If you're a middle of the pack runner, uh, have you already come to terms with this and you're not even trying to improve uh, and, and you're just constantly liking and and double tapping Instagram images of other people? Hey, it is your life. It is your running time. You are investing. So use it, a growth mindset and improve your running. The, the This whole thing we spoke about already in a couple of podcasts back, you know, the, the fixed mindset where you believe that you're, the, where you come from, your, your personality traits and the quality you have, they determine how you are now, full stop. You know, I, I didn't come out of a family of runners, you know, or I'm, I'm heavy boned, that's why it is what it is. And this fixed mindset, it will keep you within your limits because you don't, you don't want to fail. You know, I mean, you're not going to win, you know that, but you don't want to fail. And what will help also, or what, what's going to happen is also the effort you put in is going to be half-hearted because you, you know it's not really going to have that big effect. You already know that for certain. <laughs> And you will only do well in a new situation if things go off well from the word go. If you're going to practice for from a 10K to a marathon, you realize you're doing really well on long runs. Wow, that's, that's going to have a positive effect. That's, that's when you're going to continue. But if you find, oh, no, I don't, just don't have time for the long runs, you're already going to give up pretty, pretty quickly. And <clears throat> fixed mindset runners, they also have, tend to... They're the type of runners when they finish the race, they'll look at their GPS watch and they say, well, my watch says actually it's 10.8 Ks, not 10 Ks. You know, they're going to blame the race marshal. They're going to, play, they're going to blame the, the, the coach. It's happened to me before that I got blamed. Uh, but anything but, but themselves. So looking at that growth mindset, remember that growth mindset, it, it leads you to appreciating new routes, new surfaces, new experiences, going somewhere out of town to take part in a race. Hey, even if it's just a park run in another city, you're going to enjoy doing that. And you're going to enjoy listening to other people and their success stories. No, not the guys that are going to brag and all of that, but those guys that really have got great stories to tell. And the if you have the growth mindset, 
you're going to be asking yourself, hey, I did four times one kilometer at different times. Which was the best K that I did? What happened there? You're going to be self-analytical. What was I thinking during that one K? I, I had it the other day. I did it five times one kilometer at a, at, at a fast pace. And you know what? There was one kilometer inside that was a third kilometer of the five that I did. And I remember exactly, I was like floating, maybe exaggeration, but you know what I mean? When you're just running, you're really doing well. And my mind was completely like, zoned out. <laughs> and um, that is something you need to find out. You need to analyze, you need to reflect on how was your last run? What happened exactly there? Don't, don't think about this is the talent that you've got and, and that is it, you know, and that's why you're sticking to the same way, uh, the same workouts that's why maybe you don't even take part in races no that's the fixed mindset <laughs> don't be afraid of any failure don't be afraid of trying something else don't be afraid of even getting lost and will i ever reach home i haven't heard of a runner who hasn't come back yet i mean you know otherwise the forest would be full of runners that are lost i can't find my way home anymore <laughs> so that fixed mindset that's gonna keep you stuck in your routine you need to break out of the routine and I know some of you out there you don't handle criticism very well even if you go to a coach and you pay him a lot of money uh, even when it's given in a constructive way uh, that's just because you're afraid of your appearance you're afraid of looking bad you're afraid of maybe you know putting in the time and effort and sharing your goal with others and then you're not going to reach it but you know what Nobody cares, actually, to be honest. Nobody cares if you're going to improve or not. It's down to you. So why are you thinking about what others are thinking? Stick to yourself. Focus on yourself. Um, if, if you have a, a positive mindset, you're going to know it's an ever-evolving process. You're going to know that through hard work, through effort, um, you're going to overcome uh, natural talent. Natural talent is anyway, it's a bit disputed what is natural talent really, you know. And... You're going to be open to new challenges. You're, you're not going to be satisfied with doing the same distance all the time. And I hope sincerely that you're going to challenge yourself then into longer distances. That you may not be successful at first. You're not going to reach the best half marathon. It's not going to be your first one. Your best trail run is not going to be your first or the fourth or the fifth one. It's going to take quite a couple until you've figured it out. And you're going to know you need to practice and you need to adjust your workout so that you're constantly in search of improvement. Um, you'll also understand the, the concept of, of deliberate practice. That's what we talk about on the show, on deliberate practice, on concepts, on sticking to processes and adhering to a daily, weekly workout. That's why I wrote that book, you know, your 365-day your run streak. You see the people on Instagram, oh, I've been running every day, you know, and great, and hashtag day number 265, you know, or hashtag day number 128. Well, stop looking at those people and start doing it yourself. And there is a guide out there. I think anywhere you're going to go to Amazon. No, I did. You know, I just went to Amazon. I needed a, a small cupboard. And of course, where do you buy it? On Amazon. So next time you're on Amazon, <laughs> you're looking for that cupboard or that set of screwdrivers, enter Heiko Stribble, H-E-I-K-O-S-T-R-I-B-L, and 365-day run streak. What are you going to find there? You're going to find a booklet that's really going to give you step-by-step instructions.
on how you're going to achieve your first 365-day run streak and what a great achievement that is. Right here where I'm talking to you, I have to the right a medal from Heiko to Heiko. It's a medal I, I gave myself for completing my first 365 days continuous running a couple of years back. And uh, the, the minimum goal was to run five kilometers every day. And it went up to uh, the furthest I ran was a 100K race uh, that I did. So anything between 5K and 100K. Wonderful. You know how proud I am of that. And I'm not, I'm not saying it to put myself on a, you know, on a pedestal or put myself higher than somebody. Not at all. For me, that is a fantastic achievement. And what I want you to know is that there are steps. There are processes. Success leaves clues. Get the book. It is simple, quick to read. It's easy written. I think it's just about 30 pages, but it's going to give you more than this podcast. It's going to give you something you can have in your hands. Don't buy the Kindle version. Buy the actual book so you can write notes inside it. Eh? <laughs> Let's assume that you're stuck. Let's assume that you're doing those same races and you're not feeling that thrill to enter, not even a park run, not even a 10K, not even a half marathon. And Let's see how it reacts to a situation of somebody who's got a growth mindset. If you decide to enter a big race and you've been doing well in smaller races where there perhaps were less talented runners at this time, you know, the, the competition is going to push you. And as you prepare for this race, you look at your, your training paces and yeah, suddenly that doubt starts to come in. I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to do well enough. <laughs> and, and that's the fixed mindset dilemma. If I can't finish in a high place, I, I don't need to run. I don't need to go there. I don't need to drive there because, you know, I can then run a normal race at home. It's going to be enough for me. Plus, anyway, the training I'm doing, it's not helping me since, wow, you know, this is it. I'm race ready, but th this is it. Very, very negative. Now that you're hearing it, maybe it's it, it's in your mind's eye, it's going like, oh, well, gee, that is very negative. Well, many runners have that. That is a fixed mindset. Growing, you're going to spend time researching. You're going to ask better questions. You know, why isn't my training going as well as it should? Or, or is there something that's keeping me back? Maybe, hey, maybe you need to go for like one of those MOTs, you know, where they check you over. Maybe you're missing some iron, some vitamins. Maybe you're lacking sleep. We'll get, you know, it was last week's podcast, How to Get Good Sleep. Uh, maybe there is some strength workout that I'm not looking at. And maybe you've been running for many, many years and it's just bugged you because you've, you, you feel like you're not improvement, uh, improving, but you've never really done something to gain improvement. Improvement isn't just going to become by running for years. You need to do something, <laughs> training plan, a concrete process you need to follow, that's going to improve you. So you need to ask yourself better questions. And those runners that are every year beating you at those races, I have some runners, I know them by name, that I know that they have better times than me. And I've been trying to get past them, not because of it's me against them, but because they usually participate in the same age group and the same races like I do. And then what I figured one time was, is I need to do more speed workouts so that that last sprint, that last kilometer of a marathon, I look good. I mean, who doesn't want to look good crossing that finish line? You want to look like, oh, I'm just, I'm just making it. Just get the medics ready. Get the stretcher out. Here I come. Yes, you can do that. That's going to look great on Instagram. But wouldn't you rather want to finish strong? And that's something you can practice. And if you finish strong, you're going to be overtaking somebody on that finish line. 
So what are you going to do after listening to this podcast? If you're going to go buy a cupboard on Amazon, you're going to enter Heiko Stribble 365 days. Check that out. But otherwise, you're going to start developing that growth mindset. You're going to say, hey, I'm admitting myself that this is what I'm doing and it's not giving me results. I'm admitting that. Admit that in some things you have some limiting beliefs. Number two, you're going to see what triggers you. You know, well, what, what triggers you? What is it? is it? Is it those other people or is it not? I don't want to enter the race. What is it that triggers you? And then give that a name. Personalize it. Here comes negative Nelly, you know, and you, negative Nelly is suddenly the name so that you do it with a little bit more humor. And then next thing, you're going to address that negative Nelly and you're not going to let it hinder your performance. You're going to start going into a dialogue with that. <laughs> People are going to think you're crazy. Don't tell anybody you're doing this, but just try it for a second. Uh, make that person, make that limiting belief very personal. Give it a name and talk to it. And you know what? Something is going to happen inside your mind. So are you ready to take those steps? Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to, for example, just take last week's podcast. Are you ready to say, I am going to improve my sleep pattern until the end of this month? I'm going to have that pre-bed routine. I'm going to get to bed at such and such time. Maybe you even worked it out, how many hours of sleep you need plus the mileage you ran. And you're going to leave your phone far away. You don't need to take it to bed with you, not at all. And your statement is, I will improve the consistency of my sleep by the end of this month. And what's going to happen is you're going to see your heart rate is going to improve. That's going to be the first thing you're going to notice because you're going to be getting excellent rest. You're going to be feeling a lot, lot better. Hey, that's a quick win for any runner out there. So here comes the, ver here comes the verse. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that, that, uh, the verse is Romans 12 verse 9. Love should be shown without pretending. Hate evil and hold on to what is good. Love should be shown without pretending, hate evil and hold on to what is good. And it's good to have a growth mindset. It is good to think positive about your run. It is good to look further than your currently boundaries or your limitations that you have. Hey, thanks for listening. My name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.